everybody. I am excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you about today's podcast and and about um, growth within our lives and the journey that that really takes to, to do that. Some of it's hard work. Some of it's joyous work. Some of it's just trudging through. And how do we go about doing that? We have been talking about that for a while. And today, we're going to talk about all those emotions. The emotions. What does emotions mean? And uh, how those emotions are signs for us to step fully into our God-given purpose within our lives. Because that's where we live abundantly. That's where we play full out. That's where we can be fully ourselves. Do I mean making a lot of money? Maybe. Maybe not. That's not the point of it. Do I mean having a million friends around us? Maybe. Maybe not. That's not the point of it. What is our purpose? What is it that God gave us to be able to live out that purpose. What's that purpose? And so we're going to talk about the emotions and the purpose and how to get there. And that's today's podcast. Stay tuned. Okay, so welcome aboard. We have been doing a whole series about diving into uh, trauma that's happened within our lives long before the age of 10 not having the tools to deal with that trauma or understand it even. could have been something simple, but it really, really affected us as a kid. And we put some limiting beliefs and some value systems around it. We decided, we made some decisions around that and some emotions around that. And then we have been using a child's coping mechanism, survival pattern, ever since. (laughs) Yep. Grown ass adults and we're using a kid's way of thinking. Hello. Yes, it is time that we dive in, take an honest look at it, see where it is, is look at the trauma, look at the emotions and how we do that. So that's what we've been doing. So if you don't know how to do that, stop this podcast right now, jump back into that series um, we studied, we're studying, we're still studying, the book from Mastin Kip, Claim Your Power, with the sidekick book from Sandy Krakowski, The Anomaly Mindset. We're all unique. We all have our own unique imprint from God within our lives. Whether you believe in God, and I know some of you have a real trigger word with the word God, but God means... Uh, higher energy that never stops, always is, always was, always will be. And that energy has breathed a piece of himself into you. I call it, I'd like to call it the God spark. It's within you and you function, your cells move, your digestive tract happens, your brain's synapses have electric modes jumping from synapse to synapse called thinking That all happens because of God's energy spirit, always is, always was, always will be, that is breathed, ordained, and placed within you. Mm Mm-hmm. So, now, just for the record, did I just say anything about religion? No. No. 
I am. I, I don't have a problem with religion. And um, I think that is man or woman's way, human being's way of trying desperately to reach God. However, well, what we've missed the mark on, which some religions call sin, it's missing the mark. We've tried something and we went for it and we did not succeed. We missed. Yes. So we missed the mark. We did not succeed in the endeavor. And depending on how and why and what we did, uh, it is the severity of it. So having that hang up with God is uh, something that you really got to look at, right? It's okay. You don't have to have that all figured out. But let's just open ourselves up enough to understand that that I did not create myself and you did not create yourself. You weren't even consciously aware in your mother's womb. So you did not create you. And therefore, something outside of you that had more cognitive reasoning did. And that something, that energy, put their energy into you and you function because of it. So when we, uh, when we have issues, anger issues, uh, of religion or of God, or, um, when we don't allow ourselves to connect here and to really, really open ourselves up, we, we cut ourselves off from any and all lifeblood any and all connection with ourselves, really, the universe, but the kingdom of God literally is within, like I just explained. So when we cut ourselves off from love, when we cut ourselves off from connection with other people, when we are uh, negative on ourselves, we're cutting ourselves off from the connection within ourselves, from the kingdom within, from really from God. When we do this, then we live a half life. We can't fully, uh, we definitely can't live abundantly. We cannot play full out. Even if we have some success in some areas by all the pressing and, and competing and pushing, it's not, it's not a loving, deep connection uh, with our higher power, with the God spark. And so we limit ourselves on within our lives, right? So let's talk some more about that and how that plays out and how we can actually find that purpose. That's next. Stay tuned. So when we, the way, why is it so important that we know who God is? Source, energy, higher power, kingdom within, creator the all-knowing, all-loving, the all, the Yahweh. Why is it so important that we know that we have that connection with this? Well, first and foremost, because it's within, right? When we um, hate God, we're hating ourselves. When we hate ourselves, we hate all of God's creation. There's an anger that's there. And this, this, um, is too much pent up energy. It doesn't allow us 
to um, bring that loving, divine energy within us. Within us, for ourselves, for others, for our career, for our jobs. <clears throat> we have to connect with this in order to have compassion for ourselves and for others. You know, in order to uh, find our purpose, we've got to dig in, right? And so a lot of that cutting it off and stifling it is, is stemmed from the traumas that happened when we were young. That's why it's so important to do all the work, the heavy lifting, and figure out what is this emotion and where is it coming from and what are the limiting beliefs behind it? What is the actual trauma that happened? What story did I assign to that trauma? So that's that's what the series has been about. And so that's what the book, uh, Claim Your Power, has been about. But that's all the hard trudging work. And it's really important to understand that the reason we want to do all these things is so that we can so that we can live within our God-ordained, God-breathed, creator-breathed purpose. So the bottom line is that everything you see around you has been created, inspired, uh, brought to fruition for your pleasure, for your good. God created the heavens and the earth all the animals, the green grass, the trees, the desert, the skies, the clouds, the rain, the sun, the moons, the stars, the heavens, the everything. Everything was created because God loved you. He was so excited that he thought of you first. And before he created you, he, he created all these awesome things so that we could have good gifts when we were when he breathed life into us <clears throat> that's right it was a huge discovery for me like i have known the story of creation and adam and eve since my forever my whole life forever like before i could even cognitively think forever and yet <clears throat> i i asked god to let me read it with fresh eyes this this, you know, I just got back from a six, seven week vacation and, um, in Florida where I just read, I journaled, I talked with God and, um, did a lot of sunrises and sunsets. And it was really just beautiful. Just really connected with, with the beach, the waves, the salt, salt in the air and, um, the sunrises and sunsets. It was just gorgeous. Princess, my little dog and I got to do that for six, almost seven weeks, uh, down in Florida, down in Florida. So, um, all up and down and both coasts. It's been, it was wonderful. Went into the keys, the whole bit. We did it all. It was great. And I asked God to really just show me with fresh eyes, um, the story of creation because I'm, I'm, I'm researching and looking at love and I'm asking God to show me with a new perspective. <clears throat> Clearly, I need to learn a new trick because I think I know what it is, but I don't. I don't, or I wouldn't be divorced twice. So, or I do, and I'm just not applying it right or communicating it right or whatever. So <clears throat> I asked God for that, and and he did. He gave me fresh vision with it. 
And the fact that God created the heavens and the earth and then the lights in the heavens, um, he separated the lights from day, from night. He um, placed sun in the sky and moon in the sky. And yes, he did it in that order. That's a whole nother podcast, by the way. There was light and there was darkness before the sun and moon existed. Okay. I digress. So all these things, the animals, the the fish, the birds, the dinosaurs, the reptiles, the all of it existed before God created um, man and then and then God put man to sleep and created woman, right? We were a precious ladies. We were and are a gift from God. A stunning, beautiful, wonderful, complete me kind of gift, right? We are nothing less than that. Nothing short of that. A precious, precious gift <clears throat> that was only given to Adam after he realized he had a tremendous need. <laughs> Go back and take a look at it. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. So all of these things that were created were created for us, right? So God thought of us and created all these all cool, awesome things. And then he created us. And then he said, hey, look what I made for you guys. I love you so much. Go, enjoy. No stipulations. No take backs. The only thing that we couldn't do, <clears throat> we could. there was one little tree, one tiny little itty bitty tree. And I would dare say even that was a gift to us. There, I'm going to, that too is a whole other podcast. Boy, boy, I can go down a rabbit hole on that one. <clears throat> so all these things were given to us because God was so excited to create us and have company with us and share with us and have a deep, deep connected relationship with us unconditionally loving like no, but like nothing else we've ever seen. And he still desires that in every aspect. He breathed himself into us so that we could be fully united fully connected 24/7 we're never alone god god cannot he cannot leave us he cannot forsake us why because he is within us not because we said some special prayer and and now he's within us no he breathed himself into us from the very beginning we function in every level. Our diaphragm expands and contracts so that we breathe because God's energy is within. The kingdom is within. The kingdom of God is within. That's, <laughs> that's the big secret, people. So when we are mad at God, we are mad at ourselves. When we hate God, we hate ourselves. When we when we despise and are angry with God about something, we're angry at ourselves. 
Think about that for a minute. Something takes place, a circumstance takes place in your life, and you woe is me, victim role, oh no, point, point, point. And the truth is, the truth is, we allowed. We allowed. And we want to heal a lot of the traumas within our lives so that we can reconnect with who we truly are within. When we do the heavy lifting and, and, and deal with our traumas, then we can assign a new story to it. We can look at it from an adult perspective and we can actually put ourselves in the shoes of those around us when the tra- traumatic event happened. And we can assign a new story and therefore assign new emotions and therefore assign new uh, behavior patterns. Will it ever go away? Not 100%, right? It's part of who we are now. However, we can look at it from love's perspective. Loving ourselves, having compassion, understanding that the person that did us wrong, maybe they were disconnected from God and maybe they were giving themselves over to extreme anger and extreme emotions and uh, a power struggle and overtook you. I mean, whatever it is, we can look at the situation with love and compassion. We can see it through our father's eyes, through God's eyes, through our creator's eyes, through loving the other person. And therefore we can have compassion. I just had something happen to me recently and it really uh, took me by surprise. I thought I knew this person and the person wasn't who I thought they were. And the truth is, I just don't know their limiting beliefs and their limiting behaviors and patterns. So the face that I saw, the attitude and behaviors that I saw was what was wanted to be shown. But then when things became too close, then I saw something different. And and it took me by surprise, like in a, a bit of a gut-wrenching kind of way. And so I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't, I didn't know how to handle what took place. I ended up coming to the conclusion with God that um, what I saw at the beginning is still truth. And everybody has their own limiting beliefs and trauma and patterns. Some things happened. And this person, this person showed me something different. And because of that, I can say, you know what? That's their journey and that's their path. It's not mine. It's theirs. So I can have compassion and loving and kindness and I can send all kinds of good love that direction. Does that mean I have to uh, be friends with this person anymore? No, not necessarily. I I want people in my life that are going to grow, that are going to attempt to be connected to God, to their creator, that they're going to um, do the hard, heavy lifting work of digging into their emotions and, and realizing that they're holding themselves back in some areas. 
and this person doesn't want to do that. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's their journey. Just means I send you, I send love your way and I still care for you. No different than, um, you know, some things. There's a reason why I'm getting a divorce. (laughs) I'm getting a divorce. That's his journey and there's my journey and they're not going in the same direction. And the further we go, the more obvious it is. And so, love you. I send I send awesome prayers and love your way. And um but I I can't keep going down the path that you're going. So I don't have to keep someone in my life when they're going down the wrong, not wrong, wrong for me path. When they're going down their own journey, their own path, they have their own schedule to discover themselves. Just because I'm at the point at 52 where I'm discovering a couple of things about myself doesn't mean I have the right to judge everyone else that they haven't discovered about themselves, (laughs) right? I can still show them compassion And that does not mean I have to be friends with them or have them tightly woven into my life. It just means it's not the right timing right now. It's not the right environment right now. We're on different journeys and that's okay. That's okay. So to discover that that God-given purpose is within. The purpose is within. And the purpose is always going to be. (laughs) Ready? Are you ready for it? It's not a job. It's not a calling. It's not uh, outside of ourselves. The purpose is always going to be connecting again and again and again, over and over and over, all day long, all hour long, all minute long, however long it takes to connect over and over again with our higher power, with God, with the God spark within, to show compassion to ourselves and to show compassion toward others. It will always be that. Always. But somebody's screwing up and really, really hurt me with something. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, I my best example is with road rage. And so um, I used to play this game with my kids. I played it with my husband. I played it with myself all the time. Um. I'm driving along on the highway and somebody cuts me off and I almost get in a wreck and, you know, they're in a hurry and, and they're even giving me the finger as they're doing it. (laughs) Well, hello to you too. I don't have to be angry over that. I now tell myself a story of, man, maybe in the back seat is their spouse and their spouse is choking on something and they've got to get them to the hospital really, really fast. Maybe they're about to get fired for their job and it's the last time they can be late and they've got to get going. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe their significant partner just died or their parent just died and they're so emotionally distraught they have no idea what they're really doing. See, when I assign a story to them, to that situation, to that circumstance, that then I'm okay with giving them love and compassion, go ahead, cut me off, it's all right. You get there, and I pray that you get there safe. Versus whipping them off and getting angry and getting upset and causing my heart attack for myself because I don't need to get all worked up. I don't need to be upset over 
I don't have to cause a, a problem either. You know, I can just assign a different story, therefore assign different emotions to it. Um, I had a friend call me and said, the roommate situation just isn't working out. And my friend was very, very riled up and um, talked for a while. I've been talking a few times with them about this whole situation. And they really want to get rid of the roommate. That's the last straw. Now we're going to come at them. Mm, Is that really the best situation? Is that what's best for him? I don't care what's best for him. Okay, that's probably not living within your godly purpose. Well, is it what's best for you? You all riled up and right now you are literally shaking. You are physically shaking over the thought of the confrontation you're about to have with your roommate. Is that what's best for you? Are you connecting with God within and that's what's best for you? No, this feels awful. Yeah, I bet it does. I've been there. No judgment. Totally been there. The truth is, you don't have to pick a fight in order to set the boundary or to enforce the boundary. You set the boundary that's best, that's going to work best for you to keep peace in the situation. And when the other person doesn't respect the boundary, well, then you have decisions to make. Are you going to allow them to keep walking over the boundary and therefore disrespecting you? Or are you going to make some decisions around that? But no matter what you do, it doesn't have to be drama. It doesn't have to be anger. It doesn't have to be any, you know anything. Assign the story that you need or, or look at the part of the situation or the circumstance that you need to look at so that you can find compassion for yourself and for the other person. Because that, that, is God's purpose. It's sharing love. It's sharing compassion. No, that doesn't mean you have to keep the roommate. The same outcome can still take place, but they're just you don't have to have a fight. I'm getting a divorce from my husband. We're not fighting. <laughs> We're not screaming and spewing and spitting and fighting. It's not happening. I, I can honestly say I still love him. I wish the absolute best for him. I care for him. I don't want him angry. I don't want him hurt. I wish the best for him. And I'd like to think he's wishing the best for me. But we are clearly not on the same page. And it isn't healthy, boundary-wise, for either one of us. So... God's purpose is always going to be within. God's purpose is going to be first and foremost to connect with him within. And if you have some survival patterns that are stopping you from doing that, then it's time to look at those things. You know, did you get a divorce at one point and it wasn't very bad? It was bad. You really got hurt. Therefore, you never love again. You just won't allow someone to get close enough to you to love you. And you to love them. Why? Because they might hurt me again. They might hurt me like the other one did. And I just can't. I don't know if I'd survive that. Yeah. You know, do you have a survival pattern of 
I'm going to stay stoic so that I'm, I'm just never going to let friendships in because they're going to let me down anyway. See, in that one, I can say, I honestly look at it and say, I make so many mistakes. I let people down so much that it's okay if someone lets me down. It's okay. I can still love them through it. I can still love them. So I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about the word love just for a little bit because I love you. I'm doing the podcast because I love you. I love myself and I love cookies. So what the heck? I love my dog, Princess. I love my girlfriends. Uh, I love my ex-husband. Uh, I loved my husband. I mean, these are all different forms of the word love. Just because I love my girlfriend does not mean I want to be sexually involved. So we're going to talk about the word love when we come back. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. We are going to wrap up this whole episode with uh, a little bit of a deep dive on the word love. In the English, American English language, the American English language, we have a very limited uh, phrases for the word love. Love, it's one word. <laughs> in other words, in other languages, there's like seven of them. <laughs> you know, there's a very different word for the word I love cookies versus um, a sexual act versus intimacy versus loving my parent or my child. Versus loving my friend. Versus loving my dog. They're very, very different words. And so in the English language, I, I say I love you. And your interpretation of that might be I'm sexually attracted to you. And that might be, there could be nothing further from the, from the truth. I said it to a girlfriend of mine. Well, I said, I, I love you. And she, and she got kind of, she's like, well, don't do that. I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not. I started laughing and I said, I'm not sexually attracted to you. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. That's good. Whew, that's good. But you know, I don't, I don't love people. I don't, I don't let. Okay. But I still love you. You don't need to love me back. That's fine. I love you with a godly love. I love you because God is breathed himself into you and there and I love myself and how he breathed himself into me. So therefore I love me, therefore I love God, therefore I love you. I said to another friend of mine, I'm not in love with you. I am loving you. Such a huge difference. Such a huge difference. I love my dog. I take care of her, I nurture her, I hold her, I um, feed her, I meet at the little needs that she has. I am her caretaker. She can't quite make it all on her own. And and she loves me back. Is it the same kind of love? Nope. She snuggles with me. If I cry, she licks my face. If I cry, oh my goodness, even if I think about crying, she is Johnny on the spot hugging me and loving me and licking my face. Bad breath and all. <laughs> She's got some bad breath. Little dog syndrome. So, so are all these loves the same? 
Oh, I just love this dinner. Oh, I just love this yoga class. Oh, I just love, no, I just love sunny days. No, these things are not the same. So sometimes when we talk about loving, like I did with my girlfriend, we had to have a little deeper conversation so that she understood. So we became on the same page of, I'm caring for you. I care for you. I care what happens to you. I care if you're hurting, if you're happy. I exchange that and share that with you. I love you. I care for you. No, I'm not sexually attracted. Can we just talk about in the, in, in America the the extreme amount of sexual <laughs> prowlness, misconduct, uh, misinformation that is there when it comes to love? Having sex is not love. Having sex is supposed to be a godly gift and an expression of two people in love and committed to each other, bound together before God. Uh, God is literally in the center because God is in both of the parties. Um, <laughs> so we have this all jacked up in America. I, I can only speak from American perspective, but my goodness. Um, I just love him so much. Meaning, he makes me feel so good. That's not love, baby. That's not love. Love is a giving act. Love is caring for. Love is a godly expression. And and the sexual part of it is supposed to be coming out from that expression. So, is that what we do? No, it's not what we do. Good Lord. Some people do, (laughs) but that's not what we do. And we really do need to get back to connecting with ourselves, connecting with the God within, getting, getting, um, toe to toe and face to face with our survival, um, patterns, our uh, traumas that happened to us, most of them when we were young, um, some of them happen when we're older, and we have limiting beliefs around them. So it's important to look at them so that we can open up and share and love again. Love ourselves, love others, have that godly expression of caring for someone. <laughs> to tell me that you're close with someone and that you don't, that you're not loving them is a lie. It's a lie. It's a survival pattern. So um, it's important that we do this work. You're not ready? Well, you're probably not listening to my podcast as far along if you're not ready because it's about digging in. It's about reconnecting. It's about allowing yourself to drop your ego long long enough to be humble so that you can learn and grow to be uncomfortable with some word choices so that you can reconnect. 
with yourself, with God, with others. When we do that, then we are living out our breathed in God purpose in our lives. And everything else will come from that. Everything else will come from that. We do not need to compete with each other. Why? Because you have your own unique set of circumstances. I have my own unique set of circumstances. And I can love and care for you in a godly way. And you can love and care for me in a godly way. And we can share our experiences. And I can celebrate or hug and cry and be with you and encourage you without taking away from who I am within God and God within and vice versa. But only if we're connected. Only if we clear out the debris and we're connected with the God spark within. Therefore, living out our God-breathed, ordained, created purpose. All right. I am so grateful that you have been here. I am so grateful that you have come along for the ride. And uh, reach out to me. Reach out to me on uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Pamela DeVrew Smith. Um, Pamela DeVrew Smith. D-E-V-R-O-U. Pamela DeVrew. D-E-V-R-O-U. Smith. And uh, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. Ask me some questions. Tell me where you're at in this journey. Tell me how it hurts. Tell me how it doesn't. Tell me the growth that just happened. I want to hear. I want to know. I want to celebrate with you. Why? Because I am loving you. Meaning, I'm caring for you in a godly way. I may not like all that you are. And that's okay. I don't need to. God within unconditionally loves you. So that's the best form of connection right there. Start there. All right, we will talk and see you next time. Bye for now.